time for the Artist Spotlight. The Artist Spotlight from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ is supported by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Joining me on the Artist Spotlight is Karen Engevik. Engevik, is that right? Yep, that's correct. You have to have that Very good. little accent there, Engevik, right? Yep. <laughs> Yep. We've talked before. I've forgotten where you live. Where do you live? I live in Roseau, Minnesota. That's right, in Roseau County, Roseau, Minnesota. You're out in the country, aren't you? Yes, a few miles from the Canadian border. Oh, you lucky duck. Is there snow there? <laughs> Lots of snow. I notice my horses are almost able to walk over the fence, so I'm thinking, oh. what, wondering what they're going to do next. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You have yeah. had a lot of snow. It's been a very interesting winter, hasn't it? Yes. Long. <laughs> Long. There's the word for it. A lot of uh, snow and uh, very cold weather. Well, Karen is with the Black Horse Pottery business up in Roseau. You had a grant from the Arts Council. Tell me about the grant. What happened there? Well, I received uh, a grant this year for uh, working on improving my state of affairs right now with the pandemic. Uh, the All the shows were shut down. And so the grant allowed me to change the way I do my business. Mm -hmm. Usually I do it in person, and I go to shows, and I have three big shows in the cities that I do per year, and they're all canceled. What I found, though, is that people started ordering online, and I quickly had to change the way I did things. So I had to order boxes and learn how to use ShipStation, and uh, all of a sudden it was a whole new learning process. But it was, I was just grateful for my customers that ordered pottery, so that was really fun. So how are you getting the word out about your business, Black Horse Pottery? I sell pretty much whatever I make, and it seems like by word of mouth, I get a lot of business from you know people that buy something, and then they share it on Facebook or mm -hmm. uh, talk to their friends. A lot of my customers, my base customers, uh, have horses, <laughs> and I ship to all over the country to people that have want their horses on a piece of pottery or I draw just anything, but horses tend to be my favorite, of course. Yeah, equine is a big thing. I don't think people realize that there's a great program for equine for horses at the U of M Crookston, and mm -hmm. uh, it, it's a big deal for a lot of people. How many horses do you have, by the way, Karen? Currently, we just have two. Okay. Which, uh, they are sitting here looking at me right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what are their names? Dunbar and Gia, and they were both rescue horses. Oh, okay. So when you uh, make your pottery, walk us through that process uh, from start to finish. How do you make pottery? Simple question. Well, you know, I order a big uh, uh, bags of clay from Continental Clay in the cities. I pick it up. And uh, I sit and um, think about what I'm going to make. Uh, I wedge the clay, which means you, you soften it up and, and get it ready to, to use on the wheel. Mm -hmm. And then I, I make whatever I'm going to make, whether it's a vase or a mug or whatever. Uh, then it has to sit and dry. And after it dries and it becomes um, moisture-free, then I put it in the kiln and fire it at 1,400 degrees or 1,600 degrees to low fire it, and then I can draw on it. Mm. And I draw whatever my agenda is for that moment. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I draw is from what's around me. I look out the window and see my dogs or horses or whatever. <laughs> so a lot of it comes from what I see around my yard um, and what people want, what mm-hmm. they order. Then I um, fired again to 2,300 degrees, and uh, it's ready to go. How about that? And as, as far as glazing goes, when does that occur? That occurs uh, right before the last firing in the kiln. It, um, it, it looks, it's, um, it's like a liquid glass, kind of, if you want to imagine that, and you draw or dip it or whatever you're going to do, and then you put that in the kiln and it hardens and becomes like glass. Mm, okay. So that's one easy way of explaining that, how that yeah. works. <clears throat> Last time we talked, I think you mentioned that there was uh, a small store in Roseau that you were involved with in selling your products? Well, that um, we closed a couple years ago. Oh, you did? Okay. <clears throat> yes, we did, right before the uh, epidemic hit. So mm-hmm. um, we, we, just, uh, we did it for 10 years, and wh- what we did was, um, all on our own, we didn't get paid. It was a nonprofit type of situation. And uh, a lot of us had other things going on in our lives, and we had to focus on that, so we had to close the store. A lot of my drawing goes back to when I was a kid and what I was influenced by. I, I started drawing as soon as I could pick up a pencil, mm-hmm. and it just kind of evolved into... I, I'm fascinated with motion, and when I'm drawing horses... They're in motion. They're either running, you know, they're, they're, the motion part is something that I just find beautiful. And uh, when, I, when I make the pottery, I either sell it at shows or online, or people order for me what they want. They send me pictures of their horses, and then I, I draw that. Um, all the pottery is um, food safe, microwave, dishwasher, oven safe, so mm-hmm. it's functional pottery that you can use. And it might be a mug, it could be vases, it could be plates, that's whatever, whatever I decide to make. I asked about getting the word out about your business, and that's why you're on the air right now. This is part of our mission to promote the arts and culture in northwest Minnesota. And to find out more about Black Horse Pottery, what can our listeners do? They can go on my business site on Facebook, I have Black Horse Pottery Facebook page. And I also have a website called blackhorsepottery.com that people order or communicate with me through. All right, Black Horse Pottery on Facebook and blackhorsepottery.com. Let our listeners know how important the Arts Council is in supporting you and other artists in Northwest Minnesota. I can't begin to say how important it was for these grants. Um, during a time during the COVID when everything was shut down, it kept me going. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no other funding available for me. I bought a sm- or I got a small business loan to get me through for a while, but the grants really helped. And um, they do an amazing job of educating people, uh, providing uh, information for artists, and getting the word out there about what people do. Mm-hmm. So I, I am so grateful for the grants that I received. It's a great resource, isn't it? It is. It's really a wonderful place. You can get so much information, um, and they're always there to help you. And again, Mara Hanel is the director of the Arts Council based in Warren, Minnesota. Their contact phone number in Warren is area code 
888-218-7458886. Their website, northwestminnesotaartscouncil.org. And again, to contact Karen Engevik at Black Horse Pottery in the Roseau area, you can check out the Facebook page, Black Horse Pottery Facebook, or their website, blackhorsepottery.com. Karen Engevik of Rosso, thank you so very much. Thank you so much. And we'll be thinking spring, right? Yes, for sure. Soon. <laughs> Soon. Okay, very good. <laughs> thank you, Karen. Take care. Thank you. Artist Spotlight from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ is supported by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.